T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. So really the idea for starting a new party comes from um, the realization after this election that uh, people don't want to vote for anything that's good for them. Because, you know, In other words, the Republicans have not have found a way to differentiate themselves in such a manner as to be worthy of taking up space in our hearts and minds so that we will resist a third party. So in Connecticut, we get to do whatever we want because the Republicans aren't, aren't succeeding. And, and the ones who get into leadership positions and stuff don't stand up for the values. They're afraid to stand up for American values. And they go along with this, this big Soviet Castro-style government that we have in the state and in the country that plunders money. And, and, and the sycophant media runs around writing stories about how, what a wonderful job they're doing because there's more money in the bank account, that, and, and that's a bank account that doesn't have enough money to pay the bills in the state. So they, so they take out mortgages that, that they don't tell us about that make us the most indebted state in the country per person. Each person owes more in this state than any other state in the country. And, and the morons in the media write stories talking about how wonderfully they've—boy, uh, it's great, all the money flowing in. Well, yeah, there's money flowing in. They can't pay the bills. Not enough. And, and, and the response from those who are elected officials is to plunder more. Keep doing the same thing because yeah, we're so good at this. And I guess when nobody can write a, a story about you that's a tiny bit critical, it's easy to, to, to be good at conning everybody and, and even convince yourself and your family that you're doing a good job. But the good job isn't happening from the majority party, from the, the controlling party that dominates the state and has ruined the state financially. 860 We're going to talk on that note. We're going to talk to Kimberly Fiorello in just a moment. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. It's WTIC. Do you remember Kimberly Fiorello? She used to come on every week. State Representative Kim Fiorello, she represents Greenwich for a few more weeks, and then she's uh, retiring after one term because she lost her re-election bid. Kimberly, welcome back. Oh, thank you. It's really great to be back. I've, I've missed you in the audience. Oh, no, I've missed you. And by the way, it's, um, I, I really think you are such a determined fighter 
for what is right, that I think you can have much more effect on the outside of the political process. You've had two years in there to see how it works. And, and mm. why not make some trouble now? <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I, you know, I haven't decided what I'm going to do next, but I know I'm not going to give up. I'm not going away. Um, and you know, it was so funny because during the campaign trail, when I, when I let you know, like, I don't think I can come every week. <laughs> you said I can't come on it. I've got to fight for my seat. I know. I just, you know, I was always knocking on doors and I just felt like I got to focus on what's happening in the district and hitting doors and talking to constituents. And, and, um, yes, now, now I can, you know, where do you want to go, Todd? We so can go I, anywhere now. So I, I think Whiting Forensic Hospital first stop. I, I just want to find um, obvious places where you can point a camera. Like if you ask the average citizen in the state about Whiting, and what has transpired in that facility that's ugly and horrible and, and dangerous that's operated by the state and, and most people wouldn't know, right? There's, there is so much that most people don't know. Um, you know, what I learned in Hartford, like the, the power that I think I, I wielded even as, you know, a member of the minority party is you have so much power in being able to shed light. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just constantly putting out more information and letting people know the truth. And it sounds cliche, but truth really has power. It does, um, yeah. It, it does. It resonates. People get it. They know it when they see it. And most of the times, um, it's just, it like, it, it makes such an impact because it's been something that they've been feeling. Like, they know that something is not true. But when they finally see the facts that show them, yeah, this is not true. They're not really helping me. Yes, they really are wasting tons of money um, or they really are hurting me. And here's the evidence to prove it. Um, It's clarifying and empowering. Yes, but I think it's somewhat limited what you can do with that truth that you realize while you're in office because the mechanics of being in office just seem like a big burden to keep up with, I mean, even to keep up with the evil legislation that they pass routinely. Um, well, yes, that's true, but that, that's important work. We still need people up there doing that. Um, I, you know, as Republican, I, I love Lincoln, I love Reagan, but I really love Calvin Coolidge. And when I got up to Hartford and in one of our Republican rooms, we have a, uh, a framed poster of Calvin Coolidge. And the quote is, um, it is more important to stop bad bills than pass good ones. And I just love that. Yeah, that's, love that's a great there. quote. Yeah, and it's in our lunch area. And, um, you know, I took a picture with it. And I think it's so important that that's, that's the message we Republicans have in one of our spaces that we gather. So this is the, yeah. uh, this is the first Kimberly Fiorella quote, the Little Red Kimberly book that has your famous quotes. And the first one is, I love Lincoln, I love, I love Washington, I love Lincoln, but I really love Coolidge. Is that what you said? I said Reagan. Oh, I'm yes, Reagan. Ra- so yeah. Lincoln and Reagan, was that it? Right, right. And, you know, um, another, Calvin Coolidge is, is very quotable as well, and his presidential library is pretty close to us in Connecticut. It's just across the border, um, in Vermont, but 
It was a fantastic book by Amity Slays, and she wrote about Coolidge. But another one that I love of his is, and I really followed this, was um, the only political strategy I put confidence in is to do the right thing. Wow. And I just, you know, I, I wanted, I know that politics takes talent and skill, and I'm sorry that I didn't have enough talent to, to <laughs> you know, secure a victory in my district in the 149th. Um, I do feel like it's incumbent on all of us who run for office to really do it well and work hard and be smart. And um, in some ways, it's, it's such an intense and heady experience for anybody who runs. And um, I, I got a little overwhelmed with how much I was getting attacked. And, but I learned a lot. You know, you learn a lot from women. But excuse me a, a second. Let me interrupt. We're talking to Kimberly sure. Fiorello, state representative from Greenwich. She just lost her reelection after her first term. She worked her butt off, and she stands up for what is right. And that makes her a target of the woke, the evil wokes who are out there trying to destroy reputations on innuendo and guilt by association and every little piece of crap nonsense they can throw at somebody that they know you, you know, eventually you, it's like uh, the snow's falling down and you try shoveling, but before you've gotten to the end of the trail that you're shoveling, the beginning of it has filled up again with crap. And, and that's what... That's what I think happens in the legislature against these um, these monsters in, 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 who control the Democratic Party. So, so the point being, don't look at it that you didn't lose anything. You finished a f- the first phase of your elected office experience, and wherever that leads you next, there will be a day when you look back and you say, "Did I? Re- I think I lost an election once, but I can't remember." You know, it, that's not the big event here. The big event is that Kimberly Fiorello spent a couple of years in the legislature, got to learn what being in the legislature is all about, and then she went and did blank. Yes, that's exactly the way that I want the story to go. Um, so, I, All right, so yeah. tell us about that. Um, you did a post on your Facebook page that I... That I read. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us yeah, about that? Well, I'm very grateful to, you know, my minority leader, Vinnie Candelora. Um, when I went up for the last time on the special session, we were dealing with a pretty a multi-parted bill on, you know, trying to help with energy costs. Um, you know, it, there are good parts and bad parts. And this is another bill where a no vote was going to be pretty hard to sell in the media. Um, where, you know, all of it was about money that's being pushed to programs to help people. And who doesn't want to help people? We all want to help people. But um, I voted no, and I asked a lot of questions, and I went up to Vinny afterwards. Uh, There was something that he said about um, how benefits were reduced, dramatically reduced. And though it is being said that the program LIHEAP, Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program, is fully funded, but the fully funding is at a dramatically lowered benefit level. In other and, words, you know, each individual from this fully funded program, there's a there's a much smaller maximum of reimbursement right. to people struggling to pay their heat bills than there was before. Is that what you're saying? That's right. And they had to do that in August. The state lowered the benefits in August because there was just so much demand 
um, as people were beginning to see um, the levels of huh? energy. You know. Wait, you, so you're saying that the, the, the Democrats who run the state and are talking about, they've got all this swag because of these billions of dollars that have been flowing in from the evil rich people in Fairfield County paying their taxes, that they that they decided that people are suffering so badly that they're going to want money, so they better reduce the maximum benefit from the home heating oil and stuff program. Well, this program, the funding wasn't enough. And so to stretch the money, they had to lower it so they could at least give something to more people. Yeah, but why didn't they but, throw in more money? So that's what we did in I the know. special session. I know, but right. why didn't they do that in the first place? Uh, well, it's... It, you, well, you know, it's a legislative process to allocate the money. And so that's <laughs> yeah. what we got together to do. Yeah. Um, but my point that I wanted to share with folks, and, you know, I said to Vinny, he gave me the, some letters, correspondence he had with the commissioner of the Department of Social Services, where he inquired, you know, specifically, like, these dramatically lowered amounts, meaning, like, the lowest income folks among us. Last year, they would have received about $4,000 in home heating help. This year, they're going to get about $1,000. Are you going to raise up, raise back up at, at any amount yeah. um, now that we're coming back in to fund the program? And the answer he received from the commissioner was no. We're not going to raise minimums. We're not going to raise maximums. And so um, it's fully funded. And, you know, the, the, the program and the, the parties, you know, they're being touted as, you know, we're doing work for the people. But... I wanted the facts out there that what's being fully funded is not at a level that actually helps people. Um, we also, you know, did free buses. Like, we've had free buses since April. All mm-hmm. state and transit, or, um, transit authority buses are free in our state right now. And we've extended And they extended that. it. And, but what folks don't realize is there are local leaders in Hartford and New Haven that are asking for permanent free buses Of now. course they are. Because it's equity. But but yeah. don't you think this is the state government's been essentially kidnapped by a, by a reparations program that the Democrats have put in place that they can't pay, help people with their heat their homes? They'd rather have them freeze than... So this is that, than, see, that's, that's the heartlessness and cruelty of government dependency. Is you know, government doesn't really hug and love you. They're not actually taking care of you. Though the headlines say it, yep. and so for folks who aren't really paying attention, it seems like Connecticut government cares. You know, at a moment when energy prices are rising, the governor came together and signed a bill to address need. But you know, I, I put up on Facebook the letter that Vinny gave me, and it shows you um, it's dramatically lower, and they're not adjusting it. So everyone who well, wait a sec. So so what? Just you just approved putting more money into it, right? We did. But is that is that money not raising the limits per person? It's just more money for the total, so more people can get the the dumbed down coverage. Right. It's it's smaller checks being sent out, smaller checks to more people. Wow, that's good. That's good PR for next year for the Democrats, huh? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe it helps. Smaller checks, you get more people hooked on. Even even the hero pay is a lesser amount. Yeah. That's not clear either. And the hero pay is not, you know, it's for the so-called essential and private sector. I know you've talked about this, and mm-hmm. 
you know, it's for the people who were considered essential, but you're not a state or a municipal employee, but you're of the private sector. And so if you were essential, you were a big box worker, an Amazon driver, a grocery store person, where your business was allowed to stay open. Mm -hmm. But if you were employed by the private sector that was deemed unessential and you were forced to stay home or work from home, you don't get this special premium pay, this extra bonus as a hero. Um, And so, you know, of course we want to support people who worked, but the truth of all of this is it's a it's a wealth distribution of redistribution sure in my when i start my new political party i will say no to all this stuff because everybody would have so much money in their pockets that nobody would need these uh two-bit government programs if if they weren't squandering billions of dollars um yeah well i i don't know I'll help you. <laughs> I'll, I'll help any cause uh, in our state that, you know, advances the right things, which is, um, I mean, so much of what the Republican Party stands for is, is all so good. And, I mean, maybe the, yeah, I love liberty ideas. I love freedom. Um, I love, you know, like we just said, the things that Calvin Coolidge stood for and Abraham and Reagan and small government and free people voluntary exchanges. Yes, and, you are a small yeah. government person. I don't mean to put you on the spot with this stuff, but I know you are a small government person, and that's why I'm sharing it. We're talking to Kimberly Fiorella. Kimberly, 30 seconds yeah. to give us a little closing thought. Um, I guess, you know, I'm also a conservative, and I know many folks out there are, and sometimes we want to run away from these words, but I seek to conserve beautiful ideas and family and traditions and the great history of our state. I, there's a lot of uh, Connecticut folks to stand on, and there's a lot for us to protect and love. So um, I think the main word is just don't give up. Just don't ever give up, and, and we'll keep listening to you, Todd, and we'll go big on other great ways to help the cause in January. State so Representative Kimberly Fiorello. You rock, Kimberly. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Thanks so much. Nice to talk to you again. Thank you so much for being here. 860-522-9842. All right, we'll play some rants. We'll take some phone calls when we continue. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC Lewis has been waiting for a while in delightful West Hartford. Hey, Lewis. Hey, Todd. How are you? What's up? So I was just hearing the conversation between you and uh, former Representative uh, Kimberly Fiorello, and I just happened to notice she seems to be um, upset that the payouts for, I guess it was an energy assistance program, were $4,000, and now it's not even going to be $1,000, but they're spreading it thinner among more people. Uh, With the extra money, I think they just threw in, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think the government should be providing any of that stuff. Well, I don't think she does either, but... Um, she does want people to understand what they're doing. I think what bothers her and the reason she reached out and wanted to come on is because they're not telling people that they've cut the thing. They've just, they're just telling people that they've expanded the amount of money expanded that they're it, putting in. Yeah. But they didn't explain the fine print. Yeah, yeah. I think the government's primary function isn't to take, I've heard people say, oh, I just wish the government would take care of its people. No, the government's job is and i think is to not take care of the people yes to not take care of them to secure our rights to protect our rights from interference by ourselves or other parts of the government well that's why i want to start i think what the state needs is a new political party that would do what if there were a, a functioning republican party in the state that it would be doing it would have been doing and I want to start some kind of free party or market market party. The market mar- party, yeah. And uh, because it just somebody's got to be out there espousing the obvious solution to all these problems. When you have a problem with schools that aren't educating, the problem is that we have a, a state-run school system that that they've sold control over to a special interest union. How would you expect anybody to get educated? Yeah, exactly. I. I know that I learned very little in school that I could have could have only learned in school. I think school was more of an impediment to my education than otherwise. Like yes, I, me as well. I read a bunch of stuff on the internet, and you know, I checked my sources. I I'm pretty much self taught. It's like the the knowledge is there. It's just people use the internet for frivolous things, especially when they're younger. Well, a lot of people don't have the context, though, Lewis. You know, they haven't gotten to a place in their life where they understand enough, and they're being fed these false narratives about what is supposed to be. And that's why, back to my mission here, I want people to understand what is supposed to be. We're not supposed to have this ugly, destructive force, lying thieves running the government. That's not how it's supposed to work. Thank you, Lewis. It should be Mark Christopher, as I pointed out. Yes, I've said that. He doesn't want the job, though. He likes reporting the um, the traffic. And he's in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, so we can go to him right now. Hey, Mark. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, let's uh, talk to John in Southington. John, move quickly. I know you've got two topics you want to do, so go fast. Yes. Just lightly on uh, Whiting Forensic. Okay. Usually, if you're in there for murder, uh, they usually don't give you special privileges and let you out on release. It has to be almost extenuating circumstances beyond belief. Other than that, um, the new political party should be the party of the um, 
I guess you would say you're fed up with the whole party system. No, I, I just want a party that stands for America and American values and saving the state of Connecticut. So that's uh, what I'm up to. I want to save the state. That's been my mission since I got here. Oh, I understand, but there's a problem. I don't think anyone can save the state. Well, because the parties won't let them. Exactly. So they must be uh, beat with an argument and with the truth, and that's what I'm. There you go. And that's Hold what I believe. That's what I believe can happen. Thank you for the call, John. RP, your turn. Hi. Um, well, that was great. I, I thank uh, Kimberly. I can never Kimberly. Kimberly Fiorello. Okay, and she lost her bid, correct? For re-election, yes. She's still there, but just for a couple more weeks. And she got beat by a uh, uh, big lib, or I don't know. Yeah, left. It, it was tiny margin, like 100 votes or something. It was ridiculous. Okay, so, well, I commend her for voting no, because that last, um, on that bill for all the home heating assistance and the, uh, the gas tax thing, I, you know, that's never going to go anywhere. I, I First of all, how much money do you give people? I, I don't. You shouldn't give them anything. Um, but that doesn't. It's just not a solution. I, like, no, it's actually the enemy of the solution because the right, solution right. for everything is smaller government and keep right. keep the cash in people's hands so they can take care of themselves and take care of each other. Well, think about it. If we didn't have a state income tax, you'd have an extra three, four, five thousand in your pocket. To exactly. Pay for your home can you imagine how different people's lives would be just for that one thing? Oh, my God. It's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. But it disgusts me that even my rep, uh, uh, Chicarella, I can't think of his first name, the guy that replaced Fasano, you know, he voted for that bill. And I talked to Rob Sampson about it. He said he would have been the only rep uh, that voted against it. Because yeah, because he's the only one who believes in uh, a free system American. of government. Yeah, the American system. Because you, all you do by paying those people is create dependency, more dependence, and also you get... You take away their anger at the $6 price for home heating oil. I mean, they should be angry about it and voting for the party that's going to try to help. Yeah, so they use our money to as anesthesia so that they don't get thrown out of office for being terrible people. Yeah, and the free buses, that disgusts me, too. And uh, I've talked to people about the free buses. They said all you get now is potheads on there and homeless. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's repulsive. Potheads are people, too, RP. Yeah, they are. All right, but I got to run. I want to talk to Thank Joe Markley you. about how he's going I want to hire him to be the consultant for the uh, new party. Yeah, you need, we need a new party. You're right. All right. Nobody. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, RP. Joe Markley joining us now on WTIC every week at this time. So, what do you think, Joe? Well, if you want to roll that hill, that that great big stone up the hill, Todd. Um, I'm afraid it's been it's been tried before, and it's usually rolled back down on people. Um, and it's a, it, there's a, it's a very practical problem. It's not, mm-hmm. it, one can say, okay, we want to do this. Um, it's a practical problem of who's going to get involved in it, where the money's going to come from, because you're going to have to do, do it free, and what your goal is. Um, you know, in New York State many years ago, they started a conservative party back in the 60s. And it has become, uh, like so many things, it's, 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 it's fallen into, uselessness and, and become kind of a personal fiefdom. But the I- original idea of the Conservative Party was we, w- we can get ballot access just like you can do it in Connecticut, just like the Independent Party has in Connecticut. And then what we're going to do is we're going to nominate a conservative in a, in a district before the Republicans act. 
And if the Republicans don't go with that person, with that conservative person, then there's going to be a three-way race, and the conservatives, the Republicans are going to lose the conservative votes. And it was very effective for quite a while. And they elected a United States senator on the conservative line, which was Jim Buckley. The, uh, oh, the really? Of, so uh, it, so it worked for, what was that, one election? Well, it, that that happened in, um, I, I think that was 1972. Yeah, but he lost mistaken. his re-election, didn't he? He lost his re-election only because um, Daniel uh, Moynihan, who was at that point a kind of a national hero, ran on the Democratic line. And he and was of sort of a crossover guy. And, and Moynihan had a, uh, an appeal to uh, Republicans, even in conservatives. Yeah. And, and Buckley ran a pretty good race against him, but if, he, if it had been a normal Democrat, he probably would have held the seat. But of course, when he ran for re-election, the Republicans did endorse him. So he was, he was the Republican conservative candidate at that point. But Joe, I feel like the opportunity in Connecticut is that the Republican Party has failed to represent any values that would cause somebody to be a Republican. And so I'm just saying structurally, there's a problem in New York because there is a Republican Party and they were trying to finagle around that problem. But people don't want to not vote Republican and hurt the Republican candidate for somebody who they know doesn't stand a chance, a third party candidate. But if you can say to them, look, you can look back at the last election and the one before that and see that without standing for something dramatic and important, uh, there's no way to fight the Democrats. That truth has to be spoken to the Democrats, not cowering, uh, slithering little avoidances of, uh, of attacks from Democrats. You know, you, you need a party that wants to face the fight and welcomes the fight because we would have everything right on our side and they would have everything bad. You know, I agree with you about that. I think the way the reason Republicans have lost primarily is because they haven't had a clear platform, and the platform needs to go back to the values of the Constitution and what should be the values of the Republican Party. And what what are the values of the Republican Party in much of the country? I mean, certainly, um, if we were down in Florida or in Texas or someplace, I think we'd find that the Republicans stood for what we want them to stand for. Uh, some of it, but Republicans tend yeah. to be big government people and don't and non-constitutional in their approach. Uh, and certainly here, we would have the ability to say Republicans and Democrats are both on the wrong side of the line of of of. Uh, requiring that we have government that reflects the Constitution and stands for protecting the rights of individual citizens. Well, you've got to say, what is your end goal? Is it to move the Republican Party to the right by by denying them a, a fraction of the votes if they don't go along with the principles you adhere to? Or do you really think a party could be built that would replace the Republican Party and only in Connecticut? Um, I think that's probably impossible, Todd. That's the problem. I like it. I, I like those odds. You do. You like yes. the odds of being able to replace the Republican Party. The other thing I is, like the odds it, of impossible. You said it can't be done. That just makes me more <laughs> determined. You know, people respond to the truth. It can't be done to have a, a handful of rabble-rousers of 250 years ago stand up to the most powerful nation on earth and, and throw them out of the country and uh, the b- biggest military on the planet. Like, that was a ridiculous idea, and they did it. Why? Because they had the ideas. Well, they had the ideas, and they had, they had a core of very uh, animated people. Exactly. And you're right to say it wasn't a majority. I mean, it, it, it might have been a plurality, but they, they were the ones with the vision, and they were able to sell it. 
And they had leadership, Todd. I mean, we need a lot of leadership. And when we talk about that's why I'm talking to you about it. Natural yeah. born leader, and Joe Markley. I got the same. I got the same gang. I could always get together, but we could, you know, we could meet in my in my dining room. That's the problem. I think that you need something bigger than that, and you need the funds to make it happen. And it's very hard. People, even good conservatives, if you talk about saying, "Hey, we're going to go out and try to do something outside the Republican Party." They say, geez, I don't know if that's worth the bet. Yes, but think um, about the election cycle we just went through in the state and think yeah. about the next one. And you're going to a donor, hypothetical donor, who is yeah. a big donor. Like they, you know, maybe they give 10 grand or 20 grand or 100 grand, but mm-hmm. it's got to be for something viable. Well, all you have to say to them is, look, you're not going to win with Republicans. You know where they are. Let's invest in something that will build for the future an understanding of what government is supposed to be and let's go out there and tell that story there is a receptivity to the beauty of having a logic-based society a market-based society one where if you get to keep the money you earn instead of having it all stolen by a bunch of lying uh, legislators well then life can be a lot better without government programs I think it would still be easier to take over the Republican Party as it exists, which already is home to the conservatives in Connecticut, of which there are hundreds of thousands, than it would be to go and build another party and then effectively defeat the Republican Party and take their place. And I'm not saying but if you took over either. Yeah, but what happens? Let's say you take over the Republican Party. What do you have? You know, then you have to deal with rebranding. We're not the we're not the spineless Republican Party anymore that goes along and makes deals Len Fasano style with the Democrats in in exchange for a few pennies put in my palm. No, you know, people aren't going to buy it. They need to hear what the new venture is all about and and that we're we're circling back around to the american system of government don't you think that has power i think that if another thing i'd say about a party party parties are perceived through the people who are at the front of them i mean we know that with trump we knew that with reagan um it, it, it and in this election with stefanowski if we have the right person at the at the as the face of the Republican Party as the candidate for governor, mm-hmm. um, I think that's then people will perceive the party that way. If, if, if it's Rob Sampson for governor in four years, I like that idea. Um, well, it's not an impossible idea, um, but if it were Rob Sampson for governor in four years, then people would say, "Okay, that's what I was looking for." Apparently, it is a conservative party in Connecticut. Um, and in that sense, I think that the image of the party could be transformed very quickly, just as it is at the national level. When it, you know, I mean, it's a it was a very different party with Trump as president in terms of the perception of what the Republicans were all about than it was when Mitt when Mitt Romney was our our um, standard bearer, say. Um, and and in there, you're saying rather than build up another mighty edifice, which is what a party is, mm-hmm. or even even a bad party, even a even a it, it may be a it may be a falling cathedral, but it's still a... a, a but, you know, thing. if you want somebody to buy the house where the woman who lived alone there for 30 years got murdered, and, yeah. and you have to knock it down and build a new one. Some, that's right. Sometimes it's a teardown. And, 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 Todd, I don't rule this out. It's funny. My wife and I were just talking this morning, and she said, well, you have this... You, you know, I know you're a conservative, but you have this fidelity to the Republican Party. You're invested in the Republican Party. And I said, you know... I'm, I could walk away from that investment in an instant because the question isn't 
the Republican Party. I mean, I'm, I got a sentimental attachment to it like I do to the Dallas Cowboys, let's say. But it's but the point is America. Mm-hmm. And exactly. if the better thing for America is a, is a new party, then I'm in it. When I mean, Abraham Lincoln and William Seward and, and, and those men who were Whigs saw, hey, I've been a Whig all my life. I've invested in the Whig Party. It's finished. Now's the chance to go out and do something else. And we can do something else and we can build it bigger. But the historic moment had to arrive. And it didn't arrive in just one state. It arrived, it arrived everywhere. That can still happen. I, I, I honestly believe that, you know, because these parties have existed as they are for so long. Oh, they're so we stale. They're, we assume they're eternal. Exactly. But they have, they, have, they have come and gone already in our history. And I, I'm certain that it will happen again. But I don't know if it's going to happen in the next five years or if it's going to happen in 50 years. The Republican Party in the state of Connecticut is just waiting for a breeze of maybe 1.3 miles per hour to topple it. And well, it, and that's it, it, what it, I think it, this could be. It is teetering on the edge of irrelevancy, which is what happened to the parties in is the party in Rhode Island and in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, they can elect a governor, just like you can elect the mayor of New York City as a Republican. But there's no real party behind them. And as a result, the people you elect are basically just trying to deal with Democrats. Because the, when those Republicans get elected in those states, they're just pretending to be of another party. And it makes certain voters feel good to vote for another party. And, and this mission would be to uh, not play games like that, but to enunciate. First, uh, job one, educate people about what America is supposed to be and what a beautiful thing it would be if we actually were ourselves. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.